Hope it's a party wherever you're at. Hope it's an inside party, unless you've got a big bonfire going, because uh, we've got another cold week, even though we're into March. And this coming weekend, we get daylight saving time, which will mean we got more daylight to enjoy the cold weather. But uh, 17 below right now around the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. Everybody is below zero. In fact, down at Whitehall, it's about 30 below. Ladysmith, 23 below. So there are some cold, cold, cold spots out there this morning. But, uh, again, we'll get up about six above today. We'll be above zero for the high temperatures now after, I don't think yesterday we got above zero, but we will this week, and by Friday we'll be, oh, about 27 degrees. Hey, it's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. At least 23 people are dead after tornadoes struck eastern Alabama. Lee County Sheriff Jay Jones says he expects that number to rise as his search continues. A more intensive search will begin in the morning. Authorities have been launching drones with heat-seeking technology to locate victims. At least two tornadoes hit Lee County Sunday afternoon. The most devastated area appears to be around Beauregard, which is about 55 miles east of Montgomery. Senator Doug Jones is urging his congressional colleagues to strengthen the landmark Voting Rights Act of 1965. There's a new bill pending right now, introduced last week on the voter enhancement. Try to put some teeth back in the Voting Rights Act. On CBS's Face the Nation, the Alabama Democrat said he believes Republican lawmakers across the nation are working to suppress African-American votes. He argued state legislatures, governors, and members of Congress that are Republicans do not want African-Americans and other minorities to vote. Jones said rather than trying to get those votes, they seem to want to restrict their votes. The U.S. is downgrading its diplomatic mission to the Palestinians on Monday, merging it with the embassy to Israel in Jerusalem. The change was announced in October, a move the State Department said will improve efficiency. The Palestinian leadership, however, sees it as a slight by the Trump administration. Palestinians have been furious since Trump broke with years of diplomatic policy last year and recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital. The consulate general has been a de facto embassy to the Palestinians since the 1990s. It will now be replaced by a Palestinian affairs unit in the Israeli embassy. Kevin Spacey doesn't have to appear at his pretrial hearing today in a Massachusetts district courtroom. The actor pleaded not guilty to sexual assault charges in January after being accused of groping an 18-year-old busboy at a restaurant in Nantucket in 2016. Last week, Spacey's defense team filed several new court motions asking for cell phone records from the accuser. And the Navy is welcoming a new ship to the fleet. The USS Charleston was commissioned Saturday in Charleston, South Carolina. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Chippewa Valley Bean is looking for new kidney bean growers for the 2019 crop year. They're also offering very attractive pricing for your crop, including a Wisconsin grower premium. Chippewa Valley Bean, the largest processor of kidney beans in the world, is located right here in Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is offering an increased 2019 base price plus increased quality and volume premiums. They also provide freight support payments to help get your crop to their facility. Call Charles today at 715-664-8342 to hear about those new contracts. Again, 715-664-8342 or visit them at cvbean.com. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure come snow and storms. Protect all you own. Farm business or home. Northland Buildings. 
Thinking about a building? Find out what farmers across the Midwest already know. Northland Buildings is the right choice in post-frame construction. A Northland building offers long-lasting economical protection for your farm machinery, livestock, and equipment. Since 1994, they've specialized in farm buildings like barns, shops, machine sheds, and storage buildings. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Buildings. Osseoplastics and Supply. And Osseoplastics and Supply bringing us our look at the weather. Listening to the news this morning, tornadoes down in Alabama and through that way. I don't know. I think I'd just soon handle some snow and get that uh, get that in place rather than have to deal with all the uh, tornadoes and things that they're dealing with down there. This weather might be kind of tough to take on the old bones, but... Uh, it's a whole lot better than tornadoes and all those storms they deal with. And today, it should be calm and cold. High today is going to be about uh, 6 above, cloudy. And if that is our high, that will be the coldest high temperature on record for this date. So uh, another record that we look like we're going to be setting as we get started in March after all the records we set in February. So 6 today. Cloudy. Tonight, it gets down to about one below zero, a little below zero. Tomorrow, 13 for day one of the Eau Claire Farm Show. Partly cloudy. Wednesday, 17 and partly cloudy. Kind of a quiet week. Just very slight chances of uh, snow, maybe a flurry or two. That's about it. Maybe on the weekend, a better chance. But on Thursday, 21. Friday, 27. Mostly, as we said, partly cloudy and maybe a flurry or two. That's about it. But it's cold around the area. Got Toma at 12 below, Madison at 9 below this morning. Over in Marshfield, it's 15 below. Down at La Crosse, it's 9 below this morning. Whitehall's 30 below, Ladysmith 23 below. Here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area right now, we're 17 below. Again, we're working our way up to 6 above today. We'll take a look at the morning markets brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. It's another top-notch farm machinery auction from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Thursday, March 7th, 11 a.m. It's the equipment on the Dennis and Sheila Bakke farm. All the machinery will sell as they've sold the farm. The sale is located at the farm on Popple River Road in the Unity area. Tractors include a John Deere 7800 four-wheel drive diesel, 11,000 hours, a John Deere 4640, forage equipment, planting and tillage equipment, as well as general farm equipment, miscellaneous items as well. It's the Bakke Farm Auction. All their equipment will sell Thursday, March 7th from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford starts at 11 a.m. You buy everything online. Your birthday presents, your shoes, your stuff. It's all available with a few clicks. Why should your mortgage be any different? Apply online, at home, in your pajamas with CCF Bank. Not an online shopper? Stop into a local branch and see how we can help you secure your perfect mortgage. With free pre-qualification and competitive rates, you'll feel confident in your decision. CCF Bank, making more possible. CCF.us, member FDIC, equal housing lender. And take a look at our market information at the end of last week in the cash livestock trade. Choice Fed B steers trading 118 to 123 with the mixed steers $1.10 to $1.17. Choice Fed Beef Heifers 118 to 125 and a half. Fed Holstein steers 85 to 95 on the choice. The select 72 to 84. The cow market. 53 to 64 and a half on the top end. The bulls, 79 to 83. The butcher hogs topped at 30. The sows, 30 to 35. The boars, 10 and down. Short and unshorn market lambs, 125 to 136. With the feeder lambs, a dollar and a half to 205. 
at the Mercantile Exchange. Taking a look at the uh, last trade, live cattle for April closed, 129.55 on Friday, down 30 cents. June at 120.42, that was up 27.5. August live cattle, 116.27, up 37.5. October at 116.92, up 25. Feeder cattle for April, 145.05, that was down $1.10. May at 146.52, down 72. August at 151.40, down 20. September at 152.15, that was up 7 cents. Turning to the hogs, April hog contract, 56.40, that was up 52. May at 65.92, up 22. June hog, 75.52, down 37. And the July hog contract at 77.97 was down 30 cents. Turning to the Board of Trade, the Board a slight rebound overnight after last week's sell-off by commodity funds. Going out to the July contracts now, July corn this morning is up about 2 at 383. The oats up 3 at 267. July wheat up a penny at 464. Soybeans up 3 at 929. July meal up 60 cents a ton at 311.80. Cheese prices unchanged Friday. Barrels 141, blocks 161. Double A butter up two and a quarter at two twenty eight and three quarters. March cor- or March uh, class three down four at fifteen twenty. April down seven at fifteen thirteen. May and June both down six. May at fifteen twenty. June fifteen fifty two. July down a nickel at fifteen ninety eight. As prices were down through November. And as long as we're talking class three prices, uh, we can tell you. That the official February Class Three milk price came out at thirteen eighty nine. That's down seven cents from January's thirteen ninety six. Also forty nine cents higher than the February twenty eighteen price. And uh, so for the entire year of twenty eighteen, in case you want to go back, the Class Three price averaged fourteen dollars and sixty one cents a hundred. So that's where we are. As far as the early morning markets are concerned, right here on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. It's 10 minutes after 5 again. It's well below zero out there. And the high's just going to crawl barely above zero today. We'll get about six above today here in the Eau Claire area. And again, that would be the record cold high if we ever had one. So plan to be indoors this week because tomorrow and Wednesday we'll be out there. We'll be have our Wax booth. It's the uh, farm show at the uh, Claire uh, Chippewa Valley, actually, Chippewa Valley Exposition Center out at Menards. Here's more. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 56th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 5th and 6th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition. The 56th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 5th and 6th, with free admission from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Your farm input needs in the Fall Creek area and beyond, A&J Agronomy, the place to call. And uh, Aaron joins us from A&J Agronomy right now. And Aaron, tell us about your business now. You've been down there in business for a few years. What services actually do you provide, and how big an area do you cover? Because I know you get outside of Fall Creek. 
Yep, we do, Bob, and uh, we've been in business a little over three and a half years. So we do, of course, the Alforks brand uh, alfalfa, and then we also carry uh, Legend LG Golden Harvest Latham and Stein for corn and soybean products. And we have over-the-counter chemicals, and we do do some custom seed treating for soybeans. We get out to crop consulting probably within 50-mile radius as far as seed and, and crop consulting. Uh, we do chemical fertilizer wrecks and soil sampling and scouting. Well, tell me about your relationship with Alforx and the product line of Alpharex and what farmers are saying about it. Uh, we joined with Alpharex about two and a half years ago, kind of when they first relaunched their brand. They do have quite a few good products, um, really no complaints as far as farmers. Everything that they handle is non-GMO conventional seed, um, so no tech fees. And then they do have their Hygest products, like their Hygest 360, which has excellent protein and dense stem-to-leaf ratio. Yields are good and really no complaints. And they do offer some organic coatings for some of the organic guys who have problems finding seed in the area. As an agronomist, Aaron, when you walk the fields and the Alpharex alfalfa fields, what jumps out at you as an, as an agronomist? The biggest thing is just the, the leaf-to-stem ratio, especially on the high-dust products, really huge leaves and a dense canopy all the way down to the ground. The whole stems are covered with leaves. And you're looking forward to uh, selling the product and having plenty of seed available for 2019. Yep, so far no seed issues, and we're off to a good start so far this year selling. Very good. Thanks, Aaron. That's Aaron Wilhelm from A&J Agronomy in Fall Creek, another Alpharex dealer in our area. Drunk driving is 100% preventable 100% of the time. Help them create a future of no more victims at mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. All right. Uh, we're about 13 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, and we're going to be checking when we get off the air this morning and before it gets here and see how we're doing with our Ag Appreciation Banquet, our Farmer Appreciation Banquet. Again, it's for you if you're a farmer. We want you to come in and join us on March 11th. We're going to be at the Pines Ballroom in Bloomer this year. So uh, bring it a little back uh, from the eastern part of the listening area. Back to the Pines Ballroom in Bloomer, March 11th. You're invited. All you have to do is call Cora after about oh, 8 o'clock this morning. I suppose she'll be in here. Give her a call, and uh, we'll get uh, all that information to you and get you signed up. You have to have reservations. You can't just show up that night because <laughs> we got so many chairs, and uh, we're going to fill those with bodies. And if you come in without a reservation, it might be kind of tough. In fact, I know it'll be tough. But we want to thank uh, some of our sponsors, Premier Livestock, and we'll talk to Rocky a little bit later on. Also, the Alliance Bank, Terrine Livestock, and, of course, Michelle is going to join us. H&S Manufacturing. Also, uh, Equity Livestock. We'll talk to Jerry Fitzgerald a little later on this morning as well. And also, we'll have our Wax Pat Kelleher Scholarship presentation. And we want to thank Wisconsin Credit Union for that. So, again, March 11th is our date. And we'd love to see you there. But uh, make sure you, you give us a call. 852-2648 is the number to call after 8 o'clock this morning. Call Cora. So uh, get that done, and we want to see you there. Well, that's a week from tonight, as a matter of fact. So we'll uh, we'll see you there March 11th at our Farmer Appreciation Banquet. Again, it's at the Pines Ballroom in Bloomer. If you're a farmer getting up and doing the chores this morning, even if uh, you might be laying in bed for a while yet, letting it warm up, because it's, only, it's not going to warm up a whole lot. It's only 17 below around Eau Claire right now, and uh, we'll get about 6 above. But, uh, again... We want to say thank you. Give you a nice hot meal. 
and a few door prizes and a little bit of fun, too. So, again, that's our annual. I think this is 16th, 17th, something like that that we've had. So we want to invite you in. As we take a look at some of the news in agriculture, temperatures aren't the only numbers that are low right now. So are the prices farmers are getting for their commodities. According to the latest USDA numbers, Wisconsin farmers got an average of $8.49 a bushel for their soybeans in January, down 14 cents from December, 72 cents less than last January. Corn prices averaged three forty-two for the month, unchanged from December, but up twenty-six cents from a year ago. Oats averaged three twenty-four a bushel. That's the same as December, eleven cents more than last January. Hay price a little brighter spot as all hay averaged one hundred and eighty-two dollars a ton in January, up three dollars from December, fifty-nine dollars more than last year. Alfalfa hay brought one hundred and eighty-seven dollars a ton in January. That's up a dollar from December. $57 more than a year ago, and we'll take a look at more of the uh, prices and numbers as we start the new year. They always take inventories and do some reviews, so we've got more numbers to uh, catch you up with. Also, we're going to talk about uh, something we deal with more in warmer weather, emerald ash borer. What's the state of that? We're going to hear about that from P.J. Leash coming up in just a few moments here on Wax. Again, 17 below right now. We'll get about six above today as we're looking for temperatures to be, uh, well, obviously still pretty chilly around our area. And again, uh, if you uh, missed it, the official Class 3 price for February, thirteen eighty nine a hundred, down seven cents from the January price, but 49 cents higher than February of last year. We always find some silver lining in those dark clouds, can't we? But again, that price has got to get a whole lot better. We'll talk about it the next couple of days. Stop in Tuesday and Wednesday at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center out at Menards Old Mill Center. And that's where we'll be having the uh, annual Eau Claire Farm Show. And we'll have our wax booth there. So stop in and visit with us, won't you? All right, we're going to talk about uh, Emerald Ash Borer. That's next right here on Wax. It's 18 minutes after 5. When you're deciding on crop insurance, there are many options to consider. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, our team of specialists know each farm operation is different and we can help build a crop insurance package that is unique to your business. We work with you on break-evens and review your crop insurance options by helping interpret loss ratios and look for ways to improve APH and maximize your prevent plant. Our team knows the crop insurance industry and can help you reduce risk and capture opportunities. Stop in and see what Egg Country can bring to your table. Ruder Ware is proud to exhibit at this year's Eau Claire Farm Show on Wednesday, March 6th and Thursday, March 7th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days. For nearly a century, Ruder Ware has served as trusted advisors and legal counsel to generations of producers and businesses serving the industry. Services include succession planning, employment law, real estate, and tax. Find them online at www.ruderware.com. See you at the Eau Claire Farm Show on Wednesday, March 6th, and Thursday, March 7th, from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., both days. Well, if you're there on Thursday, March 7th, you're going to be there alone because the farm show is March 5th and 6th, not 6th and 7th. So, see Ruderware March 5th and 6th at the Eau Claire Farm Show. So, we'll get that squared away and uh, get Scott, uh, well, we'll double-check his schedule when he gets back. Let's find out about Emerald Ashbor. 
Bugs aren't showing their face yet, but it uh, won't be long, and we'll know what kind of effect all our practices had last year on the success of crawl, uh, controlling those bugs around the countryside last year. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Pam up in our area, I think all over the state for that matter. Major effort to get rid of or at least control emerald ash borer. How'd we do? That, yeah. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yonke at the southern end of the world's longest barn. That's kind of the question I asked of PJ Lee. She's a university extension entomologist. And uh, the reason I bought it, brought it up, quite honestly, is I'm like you, fed up with this weather, tired of uh, my close relationship with my snowblower and uh, shovel. But uh, there have been rumors that maybe some of that really severe cold weather we had back at the end of January and the persistent nasty weather we had through February might actually have knocked back the emerald ash borer population. So I went to the source, talked with PJ, not just about emerald ash borer, but what about things like mosquitoes? Can they be impacted by a nasty, hard Wisconsin winter? And even ticks. Well, let's just put it this way, folks. You may not have enough lipstick to put on this pig of a weather to make it look good, but there may be some benefit. Yeah, so for emerald ash borer, when you look at the temperatures that we got in Wisconsin, we were talking minus 20, minus 30. I heard some folks, uh, you know, reports even colder than that, according to what their car was saying. So we know it got darn cold about a week and a half, two weeks ago with the Arctic blast. With an insect like emerald ash borer, and, and this would be true of other insects as well, they get down to a certain point and they just freeze and die. Um, and they often have tricks to help them uh, essentially lower their their freezing point. Emerald ash borer does that to a certain extent. When you look at the research behind emerald ash borer, though, um, studies have found, at least in, in the lab, that once you get down to about minus 20 to minus 30, you can get some very significant mortality in that temperature range. So we were down in there, at least the air temperatures. A big question, though, is the temperature beneath the bark of the tree, which would likely be slightly warmer than the outside of the bark because it's just going to hold some heat in. Um, still, though, with the temperatures we got, I suspect there's probably some decent mortality. It might have been 75-ish percent, possibly more, possibly less. We don't really have a good way of knowing for sure. The way I view it, though, is that we're going to have some survivors that make it through the cold and unfortunately for those survivors, the females have a very high reproductive capacity. Um, simply put, they can lay a lot of eggs. So with the cold winter, I'm looking at it knocking them down a bit. I don't think it's taking them out of the equation entirely. I think given some time within uh, you know, a year or two, they're going to come back up to full steam and we'll have uh, more of them moving around the state, unfortunately. Well, drats. Well, all right then, PJ, let's switch to another irritant that a lot of us recall from the warmer days, and that's mosquitoes. I suppose it's a little early for us to be doing a mosquito forecast, but tell me what uh, might be an indicator of population for 2019. Yeah, and so mosquitoes are one topic where it's really a big question mark at this point. So it Depends on the mosquito species in terms of how they make it through the winter. Some mosquitoes, uh, many mosquitoes, will overwinter in the egg stage. And this is going to be eggs in low-lying areas in the woods and other locations similar to that. Well, if you think back just before that Arctic blast hit, at least in southern Wisconsin, we had some pretty good snow cover, maybe about 8 to 12 inches of snow on the ground, and that was a good insulator. 
So that would mean if there were mosquito eggs in these locations, they weren't experiencing the minus 20, minus 30. Way down beneath all that snow, it might have been hovering right around the freezing point, uh, give or take a little bit. Uh, other insects or other mosquitoes might overwinter as adults in kind of shelter locations. That could be a, a rock small cave or outcropping or rock pile, a hollow log, something like that. Some mosquitoes will actually sneak into people's root cellars and, and basements for the winter months because it's kind of a cave-like environment. Um, those wouldn't have been impacted a whole lot simply because they were in a relatively sheltered spot. So when it comes to the mosquitoes, it's really hard to make a prediction at this point. And the most important factor in the mosquito equation is really the dynamics of rainfall and precipitation in the spring months. So if, like in the last couple of years, we have a very rainy April and May, that's probably going to set us up again for some good mosquito conditions. All right. Well, the mosquito research on the UW campus, though, is getting elevated a little bit, not necessarily all about our individual comfort, but uh, you've got a group of researchers down there, PJ, that's concentrating on things like Zika and the evolution of the mosquito. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I have a group of colleagues here on campus that uh, within the last couple of years got a really big grant from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, um, and they have formed a group called the CDC Midwest Center of Excellence for Vector-Borne Disease, and that's just a, simply put, a group that studies things that bite and sting and, and spread diseases to us potentially and things along those lines. So they're looking at um, mosquitoes, they're looking at ticks, and we do have big concerns there. I mean, it's hard to turn on the nightly news and not hear something about Zika virus or dengue uh, or chikungunya and things like that, or West Nile in our own area. So we have folks that are uh, putting in a lot of time um, studying those. And then perhaps one of the biggest um, emerging medical threats I see in Wisconsin surrounding states would be ticks, with things like deer ticks spreading Lyme disease and anaplasmosis and babesiosis. And the thing that scares me the most about ticks in our area, uh, we didn't find our first deer tick in Wisconsin until about the late 1960s. And today we can find them in just about every corner of the state. So that's really a big explosion in about the last 50 years. So that's something that's occurred just in our lifetime. And I, I suspect any listeners, if you think about it, you probably know a relative or a friend or someone else, a neighbor that has had Lyme disease. So that is something that has popped up and become really scary. And so my colleagues here in that uh, CDC Center of Excellence are looking at um, dynamics. Where can we really nail down tick habitat? What are the factors involved that uh, create good tick habitat? How can we go about controlling them better so that we can pre protect ourselves and our kids and our pets when they're out in our backyard or we're out on a hike, those sorts of things. So lots of good research being done here uh, at the UW-Madison campus. And again, P.J. Leash. Well, we don't have to worry about finding tick habitat right now, although the deer are running around. But, uh, and again, that reminds me, don't forget P.J. Leash again talking about Ember Lashbore and other challenges we have during the uh, warmer times around here. But it reminds me, with all this snow out there, be very, very careful because the deer have to get through this stuff, too, and they're looking for a path of least resistance. And for most times, that's the roadways. So be very careful out there. Allow yourself to just allow a little extra time for a lot of reasons, not only because of the uh, snow-covered surfaces of the roads, 
but also because of these snow banks. They're trying to get some of these dangerous corner snow banks taken down. But again, the deer are looking for a place to run as well. And, uh, you know, they got four feet of snow to negotiate in the middle of the woods. They're looking for paths that are a little less resistant. So be careful out there because there are a lot of things that are a little different right about now because of the cold weather and because of this mounting pile of snow that we have. All right, we got twenty almost 28 after 5. We're going to get a hold of Rocky next over at Premier, over at, uh, Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Get the week started. What are you going to do with your summer? Let your imagination run wild during the Spring Fever Sales Event, March 9th through 16th at Cooley Region RV of West Salem. This is the best time to buy because you'll get the best prices of the year on a huge selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, motorhomes, toy haulers, and Mahindra tractors with prices is way below the competition. Cooley Region RV is offering top dollar for your trade and easy low-rate financing. Their expanded parts department will keep your RV on the road. Don't miss the Spring Fever Sale, March 9th through the 16th inside the heated showroom at Cooley Region RV off I-90, exit 12 at West Salem. Well, let's check in with Rocky over at Premier Livestock. And Rocky, you were telling me that it's cold in Lublin this morning too, huh? I got uh, 24 below zero on the thermometer this morning. Oh, boy. So it'll warm up, uh, well, it'll war- just think it's going to warm up about 30 degrees today. Well, if you make things sound good, <laughs> that sounds good. There you go. So, again, but uh, some cold weather, so be careful. Your kids, uh, the older ones, they don't bug you to wear shorts to school, do they? No, no. <laughs> Although once in a while you do kind of wonder. They do good wear a little more clothes. But yeah, they're I tough, think so, they're tough but... Wisconsinites. That's right. They're tough. That's for sure. Well, start the trading week off for us. What's going on this Monday morning over at Premier, Rocky? Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up at Premier Livestock. Uh, we did sell 2,400 head on the Fed cattle market, steady trade, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 90, low choice and select, 74 to 86, choice beef steers and heifers, 112 to 123, high yielding market cows, 57 to 68, most of the market cows traded 43 to 56, high yielding market bulls, 75 to 92, low yielding bulls, 65 and down, organic market cows sold on Monday high yielding 65 to 77 uh, lower yielding organic cows 45 to 64 newborn holstein bull calves uh, mostly from 25 to 85 we did have them top holstein bull calves from 90 to 125 holstein heifer calves 10 to 50 beef calves 125 to 325 uh, this week tuesday feeder cattle auction uh, next week we have our special feeder cattle and bred beef cow auction. That'll be next week. This Wednesday, special colored breed organic dairy cattle auction, also featuring all classes of Holsteins. Uh, we do have five complete dairy herd dispersals. We have an organic herd with many organic consignments. Uh, we have a Jersey herd, mostly registered, plus all the heifers. There's 110 jerseys in the one deal. Uh, we have a Holstein herd with linebacks. The Holsteins mostly being registered. They're parlor freestyle cows. Uh, we have a crossbred herd. Uh, they are freestall, tie stall adapted. Uh, they're going to have several linebacks in there as well. We have Procross, Fleckby, Ayrshire, Norwegian Red, uh, Brown Swiss. Uh, we got something for everybody this Wednesday. It's going to be a very large dairy sale. Uh, we're going to expect an over 450 head of dairy cattle. If there's something you're looking for, I'm sure we're going to have it on Wednesday. Uh, full listing, uh, detailed consignment list online. That'll be at Premier Livestock and Oxford com, or you can certainly just give us a call to discuss seven one five two two nine twenty five hundred. And Bob, that's how it shaped up. All right, Rocky. Well, stay warm. We'll check with you later in the week. And again, thanks yep. for being with us on the uh, 
Farmer Appreciation Banquet next Monday night. Yeah, looking forward to it. Sounds great. Good. We'll see you there. Thanks, Rocky. Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock. Well, it's 531, 29 minutes before 6 o'clock. As we said, Scott Schultz has got the day off. He's ice fishing. I don't know about that, but uh, good for him. Let's find out uh, from Morgan, though, this morning what's going on in the news. Morning, Morgan. Good morning, Bob. No shortage of ice for your sidekick there, that's for sure. God, I guess not. Hey, we don't have... I didn't... uh, have any announcement later, school starting later, anything like that? No, nothing coming through yet. Okay. I know uh, that's been the norm in February, you know, uh, getting a full so. week of school, and it's been a challenge. I know kind of to the frustration of teachers and parents, but so far we are up and at them and starting a brand new day. Good morning. All right. Here's what we know today. We'll start in Menominee as a man accused of a deadly shooting is having his trial delayed. Richard Seehaver was found not competent to stand trial in the case where he's suspected of shooting and killing his roommate with a crossbow. Now he'll spend at least six months in a mental health institution and we'll have a status conference in September. We moved to Eau Claire, where a landlord is facing $175,000 in fines for violating housing codes. Reports show Karen Segan owns Segan properties on State Street, Broadway Street, and El Dorado Boulevard, and each of them has reported poor living conditions, including broken heaters and water leaks. Now, city inspection records show Segan was previously at the center of an over $1 million lawsuit over housing code violations and has also paid $25,000 in fines for previous violations. We go to the UW system as a certificate program at UW-Madison seeks to fill gaps in the mental health care shortage. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services says over half of people who need mental health services here in the state don't receive them, and the problem is reportedly even more pronounced here in our rural areas. So in an effort to combat that issue, UW is offering an 18-month capstone program for licensed nurse with master's degrees, and most of the program's clinical rotations happen in areas outside of Madison, which really helped curb that shortage. Well, guys, it's not just a winter, it's one to brag about. February is officially over, of course, and as we flip the calendar page, Mother Nature hasn't seemed to gotten message yet. Multiple cities in the area saw record-breaking snowfall last month, though. La Crosse was at 31.1 inches of snow. Here in Eau Claire, it was 53.7 inches of snow that fell, destroying the previous record by over 28 inches. Those temps may stay pretty frigid as well, and as though it's frigid outside, plans for those summer tall ship festival in Green Bay are coming through. Summer, summer, what's that, right? Well, organizers say that the Pecan Castle is going to be the latest addition to join the fleet of ships for that uh, festival. It's coming in July. There will be nine historic ships from around the world. They'll all dock, and tickets go on festival uh, go on sale on March 15th. Well, we're in Green Bay. Let's hop over to Lambeau. Yes, indeed, the biennial U.S. Championship Cheese Contest is set to begin. A volunteer spent last week at Wild Logistics Warehouse among 100 million pounds of aging cheese as a backdrop. Picture it now. Unpacked, labeled, and repacked a record over 2,500 entries for the contest this year, and that kicks off tomorrow at the atrium of Lambeau Field. If you're not there for a game, uh, this is pretty good reason to make it that way. It's going to be, I hear, Bob, a good time. Oh, it'll be a, <laughs> a very good time. But it's open to the public, too, if you're yeah. there. You can yeah, there. it's All a great right. way to slice off yeah. some fun, it's indeed. <laughs> oh, you got a million of them. <laughs> I got more than that, I'm afraid. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Thank you, Bob.
Morgan in the newsroom this morning, so we appreciate her helping us out. Let's go over to the news uh, over to Channel 13, the Skywarn 13, where Monica is going to do the weather for us. And Records, 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 huh, Monica? You're exactly right, Bob. Looks like we're going to have a new record today for the coldest high temperature for March 4th. It is only going to be in the single digits, and temperatures right now are very close to the record. We've gotten down to 17 below, and the record for this date, 19 below set back in 1917. And we continue to see very dangerous wind chills right now, feeling like the 20s and 30s below. So make sure you're dressed in a lot of warm layers this morning. And as we go through the day, we're going to top out with a high of six factor in the winds. It's going to feel below zero for much of the day. And a couple of flurries this afternoon and a little bit of light snow into tonight, but looking at less than half an inch of accumulation. Tomorrow, topping out at 13. So there's a little improvement, but still windy and dry with a partly sunny sky and we remain quiet through the rest of the work week as temperatures rise through the 20s but this weekend could see a little more snow and maybe some rain as temperatures return to the 30s right now in eau claire 16 below i'm skywarn 13 meteorologist monica Ott. holy man we're warming up it was 17 below a little while ago i know taking a step in the right direction for once. <laughs> i hope so thanks monica you're welcome monica Ott over at skywarn 13 with that weather forecast that cold weather forecast on this fourth of march Brought to you by... Sponsored by ABC Motorhome Rentals, the best way to see Alaska. Hi, John here from ABC Motorhome Rental in Anchorage, Alaska. Have you given any thought to your summer vacation this year? We would like you to think Alaska. Let us help you with the trip of a lifetime and put you in the driver's seat of one of our motorhomes and get you on your way to a lifetime of memories. Use promo code JB by 315-19 for a 20% discount. Call us today at 1-800-421-7456 or visit our website, abcmotorhome.com. Better with age is better at St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake. Every Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., age 55 and over guests earning five points receive a $5 food credit for lunch or dinner. Not just great food, but you'll also qualify for a fun Hot Seats cash promotion every Wednesday. See the St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake Players Club for complete details. Come for the fun and stay for the food. Visit GoPlayWin.com. St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake at Highway 8 and 63, Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. Well, we're about almost 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 16 below right now to warm up to 6 above, so cold weather out there. By the end of the week, we'll be in the 20s. And as Monica said, maybe, you know, we can maybe a little rain. Wow. But it's Wisconsin, and it's March. Anything can happen. Well, the inventory of all cattle and calves on Wisconsin farms at the start of the year, 3.45 million head. That's down 1% from the start of last year. 1.27 million head of that dairy animals, the rest being various types of beef animals. The largest count in the last 10 years of cattle and farms, 2017, 3.55 million head, so with no wild swings. Nationally, the cattle herd at the start of the year, 94.8 million head. That's up about a half a million from a year ago. Milk cow numbers, 
9.35 million head of that total. The sheep flock across the state, about the same as it's been the past four or five years, got about 75,000 head of sheep in Wisconsin. That breaks down to 63,000 head of breeding stock and other 12,000 market animals. Wool production in the state last year was the same as in 2018, 330,000, same as in 2017, 330,000 pounds, we'll get it out. Across the country, 5.23 million head of sheep as we start the year. Shorn wool production last year across the country, 24.5 million pounds, the average price, $1.75 a pound. The top five sheep and wool-producing states, Texas, Colorado, California, Utah, and Wyoming. And 10 dairy processors across the state have been approved to receive innovation grants from the state for improving their profitability and sustaining the viability of Wisconsin's dairy industry. Receiving the largest grant is the Nasonville Dairy over near Marshfield, a grant of $42,000 that they will use for food safety improvements and facility modernization projects. Also receiving grants, the Division of Organic Valley, the Westby Cooperative Creamery, and Bifrost Farms Creamery of Boyceville. They're a goat cheese maker. So some of those folks from our area are using those grants to improve their operations and hopefully the viability of Wisconsin's dairy industry. 20 minutes to 6. We've got, again, 16 below. Looking for a high today, about 6 above. And lots of things going on in this part of the country, including the big one coming tomorrow and Wednesday, just on the edge of Eau Claire. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 56th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 5th and 6th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin oldest tradition, the 56th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 5th and 6th, with free admission from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. And, of course, we'll be there with our Wax 104.5 booth. We're always kind of in the same spot there. I don't know, one of the corners, the way it's set up out there. There are a lot of corners, but, uh, again, come on out to the farm show. It'll be a good place to get inside and warm up. Tomorrow's high 13, Wednesday 17. But it should be just partly cloudy, and I'm sure the good folks out at the Menards have gotten the parking lot cleaned out and lots of extra parking spots, so uh, parking will be no problem. So come and join us tomorrow and Wednesday at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center at Menards Old Mill. And if you're coming on the highway, it's uh, exit uh, 59 there. Get off at exit 59 and come right on into the farm show. We want to see you there the next couple of days. Lots of things to talk about. All right, we're going to talk more about that, of course, as we go along this week. But uh, we've got markets to get to. Let's find out how they wrap things up over at the uh, Equity L Tuna Barn last week. Uh, here's Mark Coger to tell us all about it. Choice beef steers and heifers on a light supply, selling from 92 to $1.16. High yielding, choice and prime Holstein steers, 86 to 90. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 86. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 55 to 58. We topped at 61. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 54, with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 60 to 70. We topped at 78. Thin, full, bulls over a ton. Horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday selling from 25 to $85 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. 
just a quick reminder, next special feeder sale, if you have till Tuna Market, will be Friday, March the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market at 715-835-3104. That's with Mark Kogus from the Equity Tuna Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too. Let's continue with markets. We're over at the uh, Equity Barn over at Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. And uh, I thought maybe Monica would have this uh, story on the news. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the uh, the groundhog took vacation. He's out uh, in California on vacation. <laughs> but there uh, there's some folks out there from uh, Wisconsin, and they're going to extradite him back to Wisconsin here. And uh, deal. he's facing several fraud charges. Uh, so I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> well, he's fraud. It's fraud, that's for sure. i got to tell you, it was kind of cute. We came back from uh, my sons and I were in Florida for last week, and we've had to fly back into Minneapolis, and uh, the flight attendant, one of the flight attendants on the microphone was kind of a funny guy, and he said, you know, as you land, they always welcome you to your new city and tell you about the time and the temperature and all that. He said, welcome to Minneapolis, Minneapolis International Airport here in the Twin Cities. The correct time is time to put your coat on. (laughs) Because <laughs> we were flying from Florida to, to Minneapolis, and he said, "Time to put your coat on. <laughs> it's eighteen degrees." So we got nothing the, the, about your long johns and your snowmobile suit and your mittens. <laughs> uh, eighteen degrees would be awful warm. It's sixteen below right now, so that's about thirty-four degrees difference. So that would feel pretty good. But anyway, on this Monday morning at a quarter to six, get us started on the trading week over there at the Stratford Equity Barn. Bob, I will do that. I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, today uh, the uh, market will be open, of course, today, folks. Uh, it's cold. We know that. But uh, be careful if you're moving livestock today. But uh, the main roads are not too bad. We can see the blacktop road again. But anyway, we'll get underway this morning with market cattle. Uh, we will be selling uh, market cows this morning, also fat cattle and bulls. Uh, around 11.30, we will sell the baby calves, finish up with market cattle this afternoon. Busy day tomorrow, Tuesday, here in Stratford. We'll get underway tomorrow morning with the hay auction. That will be at 10 a.m. And uh, we do have, uh, there's quite a bit of hay at the market already. A few folks there, I know everybody's uh, looking for some hay now. So we'll have a good selection tomorrow, including small squares and uh, brown bales and big squares. So uh, that will be tomorrow at 10 o'clock, hay auction in Stratford. Also tomorrow in Stratford will be the dairy sale. That will be a noontime start tomorrow here in Stratford, March 5th. We do have a herd dispersal for that sale tomorrow, Holstein and Holstein Jersey cross cows, some Holstein shorthorn crosses in this herd. And, again, uh, very good components on these cows. Somatic at a very low 62, butterfat 4.35, protein at 3.2. And that herd will be offered, again, as I said, tomorrow here in Stratford. Moving ahead to Wednesday will be the bread beef cow and feeder cattle auction. That will be Wednesday starting at noon along with the regular market auction also. And, of course, Thursday regular market sale. So, folks, a busy week is coming up. Uh, Hopefully we'll be the coldest today, I guess, of the week, but we'll just have to go with it. But uh, Again, folks, drive careful. I know the roads are slippery. The side roads are slippery. Main roads are not just too bad. So, again, you can view all this information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Our phone number is 715-687-4101. And also do want to mention um, next week, March 12th, dairy sale at horse stables. We do have a complete herd dispersal over there. Uh, that will be Brown Swiss, so keep that in mind for next week. And Bob, uh, that's what we have this morning. I guess the big talk is still the weather, but uh, 
you know, it is March, uh, and, of course, uh, we'll be watching the girls' basketball tournament this weekend. Kobe girls are in there. Um, oh, good. And, yeah, there's there's a few other. I think Aquinas is in. I think there's some other teams I was – I got to look at the schedule here. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – and boys' uh, sectional plays coming up, too. So right. always something to do inside, but it's uh, – yeah, I'll just look there, 15 below. So, I mean, that's uh, – Well, it's a good time really to stay inside. Good. That's right, not really you, too you, good for March 4th, is All it? right. Stay warm. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Sale Barn. Are your crops covered? With lower prices and tighter margins, crop insurance is an important piece of your farm's financial future. Leanne Hugdahl with the Dolman Insurance Agency is here to help reduce your risk and provide stability. Leanne has over 20 years of experience and is here to provide you with a free no-obligation quote. Find Dolman Insurance online or call 715-267-6150. Dolman Insurance. Come for the rates. Stay for the service. Nobody likes an awkward silence, but sometimes it can be a good thing. Use an awkward silence to ask your friend about their mental health. It can really help. Find out how at SeizeTheAwkward.com. More markets. Let's get over to Green Livestock because Michelle is up and at him and with us on the phone. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. Did you know I was in Florida last week where the temperatures were in the 80s? I did. I did. And I was waiting for you to tell me that it was so great. It was so warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so great. It was so warm. We had uh, did you get sunburned? Tell me you got sunburned. No, I did well in a couple of spots on my shoulders and places like that. But I toughed it out. Mm-hmm. You toughed it out, huh? <laughs> That's for sure. Well, yeah. welcome back to Wisconsin. Oh, it's so uh, good to be here. It's so yeah. good to be here, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. We got things to do, though. We better go to work. What's going on at Terrain Livestock? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the week of February 25th at Terrain Livestock Market in the slaughter market for the week, we tapped at 62. 80% of the cows, so from 40 and above. Utilities were 52 to 60, canners and cutters 38 to 50. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime 78 to 90, selects were 74 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, Choice and Prime 86 to 121, selects were 80 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 60 to 74, with utilities at 58 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves were from 35. $215 per head. We did have some extreme top calves selling from $120 to $150 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were $0.25 cents to $0.55 cents per pound. Beef calves, $1 to $2.45 per pound. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 22 to 39 There was no test on the sows. Boars were 11 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For today's sale, we have a consignment of 16 cows averaging around 600 pounds. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of the livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. You have a great day, too, and we'll talk to you in the morning. Hey, stay warm. Uh, we'll do our best. That's Michelle over at Tree Livestock in Thorpe. We're going to help you check something off your bucket list, a trip to Alaska. In fact, this summer, we're going to take two farm trips to Alaska, July 23rd through August 4th, 
or August 13th to the 25th. We'll visit Denali National Park, travel the White Pass and Yukon Railroad. Also, enjoy a three-night Holland America cruise up the Inside Passage. We'll take a look at lots of farming opportunities in Alaska as well. All airfares and hotels are included. For a free brochure, call Holiday Vacations, 1-800-826-2266. We're going to Alaska twice this summer. The hardest working people in America deserve the hardest working products. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has the hard working ag parts and supplies you need to keep your job moving along. Right now, check out these great deals during our gates, posts, and fencing sale. Six foot studded T posts from Chicago Heights Steel, now just $349. Other sizes also on sale. Stock up on 14 gauge welded wire fabric in 50 foot rolls from Maisel. Available in 36, 48, and 60 inch heights, starting at $23.99. And keep livestock comfortable with 4 foot by 6 foot stall mats from Humane Manufacturing. Available in black pebble top to keep animals from slipping. Regularly $34.99, on sale just $29.99. Press for time, use our drive through service, and leave the heavy lifting to us. Just drive up, place your order, and we'll have you loaded up and on your way in no time. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. And taking a look at the rest of our markets this morning, Board of Trade, we're moving to July, where prices did rebound a little bit overnight after last week's sell-off by commodity funds. July corn this morning, a couple cents higher at 383. The oats up three at 267. Wheat up a penny at 464. July soybeans up three at 929. And meal up 60 cents a ton at 311.80. Country elevator prices, looking at our DTN screen. At Golden Plump this morning, 339 for the corn at Baldwin, Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. 304 on the corn, 803 on the beans, Osseo's 306 and 803. Stevens Point, the corn is 316, the beans at 808, and Elk Mound 316 on the corn, 816 on the beans. And in Sparta, it's 312 for corn, 799 for soybeans, Ellsworth 292 and 803. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville 336, Stanley 333, New Richmond Grain Facility at 329. Cheese unchanged, barrels 141, blocks 161, butter up two and a quarter at 228 and three quarters. March class three down four at fifteen twenty. April at fifteen thirty. May at fifteen twenty down six. June at fifteen fifty two. July down a nickel at fifteen ninety eight. And the prices were a little bit lower out through November. Today on our alfalfa update program, brought to you by Next Girl Alfalfa, Doctor Dan Undersander joins us. And uh, Dan, we're we're all waiting for spring when we can actually see those alfalfa fields under all the snow we've had the last month, month and a half. When we get there, I think some folks are going to find that because they didn't take a late-season cutting, there might be more out there than they thought. Should we just leave that residue out there? Should we cut it off? What should we do when it gets to be appropriate to be in those fields? Well, that's right, Bob. Uh, Over the next month is when people start seeing that residue from last fall and wondering what they should do. And the short answer is the best thing to do is nothing. Uh, what we have found over the years is, uh, first, it was good that if they left some residue in the fall, we had the better insulation for those stands. We generally see a little faster green up in the field and uh, a little better uh, improvement on first cutting yield. But um, we've done a number of studies, and uh, first thing is, is that when we leave residue in the field, we have not too much of it left in the spring. Uh, I've done studies where we had as much as two tons of forage in the fall 
that we clipped and measured. And when it came towards uh, first cutting in the spring, we had about 600 pounds left. So we went from 4,000 down to 600 pounds. That may look like a lot, but it isn't. Uh, what we found is that if we leave that, it doesn't look as good. There's no question about that. You do see a few of those stems in your haylage or baleage or hay. Uh, it will lower the NDF by about half a point, but uh, frankly, uh, trying to uh, remove it to overcome that is not worth the fuel and labor to go in and disc or mow that off. In addition, we're driving over those sands in the spring when the uh, ground is soft, and I think we do some damage to the stands. So uh, from many standpoints, it's a lot better to uh, simply leave that residue, even though it doesn't look good, to uh, have it and then uh, come in and harvest it and go on with the season. So where you left residue last fall, that's good. Uh, where you have it there this spring, it's really not economic to do anything about it. All right. So, again, that's the advice. Leave it there until you cut it off. Coming up here in a month or two, Dan Andersander, our state forage specialist, with us once again on our next Girl Alfalfa update program. On a month or two, what'll it look like out there? Should be plenty green. we got plenty of moisture out there with the snow that we've got. 16 below right now. We'll get about 6 above today. And don't forget, Farm Show, Tuesday and Wednesday in Eau Claire. Enjoy your day, won't you? And enjoy the sunshine. And, well, we should see a little sun, not a whole lot. But, uh, again, if you're driving, be careful out there. It's uh, kind of a tricky morning. 12-month interest-free financing at Amundsen's Appliance, located in Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, in Rice Lake. Proudly celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization of people just like us who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau also qualifies you for a number of money-saving member benefits, including discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Join at WFBF.com. What's one of four? 